With regards to that, Allah says, إِنَّ الَّذِينَ Indeed, those people who تَوَفَّاهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ The angels take them. Meaning, they take their souls at the time of their death. And how, in what state do the angels of death come to them? ظَالِمِي أَنفُسِهِمْ ظَالِمِي Plural of ظَالِم Meaning, those who are doing ظُلْم against who? Against themselves. The angels of death, they come to them to take their soul, and at that time, these people are busy in doing zulm on themselves. What's the greatest injustice on yourself? Sinning, disobeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But in reality, when do we pity ourselves? When we have less food, when we have few clothes, when we don't have that amazing lip gloss, right? That's when we pity ourselves. But we need to... Pity ourselves at the time when we disobey Allah. That's a really sad state to be in. ظَالِمِ أَنفُسِهِمْ So the angels, they come to take their souls and at that time these people are busy in sinning, in disobeying Allah. قَالُوا The angels say to them, فِيمَ كُنْتُمْ Where were you? What were you doing? In what state were you? In what condition were you? فِيمَ فِي إِن مَ this is an abbreviation of ma. Ma what? Fima in what kuntum you were. Meaning in what state were you? In what condition were you? What were you doing? What were you busy with? What on earth were you doing? Fima kuntum. Qalu. Their response is, Kunna we were mustadafina fil alt. They have an excuse. And what's that excuse? We were oppressed in the earth. I didn't have an option. I was forced to do it. I didn't have a choice. Mustadafin. We have done this word earlier. Plural of mustadaf. One who has been made weak. One who is oppressed. So we didn't have a choice. We were oppressed. Qalu, the angels say to them, Alam takun, was it not, Ardullahi, the land of Allah, wasi'atan, vast? This earth that Allah has made, is it not spacious? Is it not wasi'ah? Were you really constricted, confined to this one place that you had to disobey Allah? You had to sin? The earth of Allah is vast. You could have فَتُهَاتِرُوا fiha. You could have migrated in it. If it was not possible for you to practice Islam here, you could have left this place, gone somewhere else, and practiced Islam over there. فَتُهَاتِرُوا fiha. Why didn't you do that? So in other words, their excuse will not be accepted. Allah says, فَأُولَٰئِكَ مَأْوَاهُمْ جَهَنَّمْ Such people, their abode is hellfire. وَسَاءَتْ مَصِيرًا And what an evil destination it is. So we see that some people, when they are doing something wrong, they do not take responsibility of it. What do they do? They blame others. They made me do it. The system is such. They forced me. She told me. It's not my fault. This is just like sometimes we say, Oh, shaitan made me do this. Shaitan, man. This shaitan. Okay, shaitan whispered to you, but who listened? Who listened? You listened. Shaitan suggested to you, but who obeyed? You obeyed. So whose fault is it? It's your fault. Because if someone tells you to do something, you also have the right to say, No. If somebody forces you to do something, you have the guts to refuse. Isn't that true? My daughter, she's 18 months only. And once she makes up her mind to not eat something, you cannot even force it into her mouth. 
You can never do that. There have been times when I've, you know, accidentally, you know, without her realizing, managed to shove, you know, some food into her mouth, and she will spit it out. Immediately spit it out. And again I will try, through one way or the other, different ways I will use to get it into her mouth. If she does not want it, she does not want it. She will spit it out. And she's been doing this since she was six months old. Since she started eating. If she doesn't like the taste of something, the texture of something, she will spit it out immediately. You can't get it into her. So if a little child can assert themselves like so firmly that no, I don't want it or I want it, then adults, can they not do that? Can they not do that? Yes. When somebody tells us, no, you can't do it and we want to do it, we say it on their face, I am going to do it. Yes. I think a lot of the times we give excuses just for the deen. Like for example, like we don't mind traveling for work, but when it comes to traveling for the deen, we have a problem with it. We don't have problems studying for school, but when it has a test over here, then we have a problem with it. Yes, very true. That we make excuses when it comes to the deen. For other things, no excuses. Why? Because we take it seriously. And when it comes to the matter of deen, we just hold on to these two words, غفور Rahim. Allah is غفور Rahim. You don't really have to sacrifice. You don't really have to put in so much effort. So basically this verse was revealed about those people who were not practicing their Islam the way they should have been. Why? Because of social pressure. Because of the fact that if they did publicize their faith, then they would have to face a lot of opposition. So what was the solution over there? Hide your Islam? Leave your Islam? No. The solution was to get up and leave. Go somewhere else. You know, if you're in a place where people are not cooperative, whether it's the same house that you're living in, what will people do? They will move out. They will leave. They will not tolerate people whom they do not get along with. Women will leave their families. They will leave their houses. They will go somewhere else. They will go to a shelter sometimes. Why? Because they cannot tolerate the situation at home. So if for worldly reasons, for personal reasons, we are ready to give up anything, then for the cause of Allah, for the sake of Allah, we are not willing to. And then we make the excuse that, oh, people forced us, they didn't let us. This excuse will not be accepted. It will not be accepted. And sometimes for worldly achievement, for worldly success, we compromise on our deen a lot. This is why we eat haram, we live haram, we live in a house, a residence that is not halal, we drive haram. And what's the reason? Well, the system is such over here. If you don't buy, then how can you survive? If you don't buy a house, then how can you survive? This is a fairly new trend. Go 50 years back, 100 years back, every person on this planet did not own a house. And you go to different countries and you will see that every person does not own a house. People will give the excuse, but the system is such over here that if you don't buy a house, then you'll have so many other bills to pay. But what did we learn earlier? يَمْحَقُ اللَّهُ الرِّبَى وَيُرْبِ sadaqat. You can buy a house on haram and you can go on paying interest for the rest of your life and still at the end of the month, your bills will be more than you expected. You will see that there is no barakah in your life. And because of that, you will have to keep your hand back from spending in the way of Allah, fulfilling your needs easily, from living a happy life. What's the reason? Because we want the best in this world. 
We want to keep up with the Joneses, right? If our neighbors have a car, then we have to have the same kind of car as well. Even if it means I cannot afford it. If he got a motorbike, then I have to get a motorbike as well. If their daughter got a car, my daughter has to get a car as well. They're moving out, upgrading, we have to do the same thing as well. They're renovating, we have to do the same thing as well. We hear about some person in the community who bought a house, a much bigger house, so we have to do the same thing as well. Even if it means our pockets don't allow us to do that. Assalamu alaikum. I was thinking about the ayah, um, Fusahum. It's really scary. I really love you all for the sake of Allah. I hope you don't mind what I'm saying. I see a lot of sisters text messaging in the middle of the class, looking at the pictures. Sisters, please, because the angel of death can come anytime while we text message. Imagine if the angel of death came to you while you text message. It's really, it's not a good picture. So I really advise you when sister is teaching or we are having recitation class, please don't text message. If the angel of the death come while you text message, it's really not a good picture. What you will say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the fact is that we die as we live. We die as we live. Whatever we are doing in daily routine, that's how we will die. And the angel of death will not delay. He will not wait for you to stop doing what you're doing. He will not wait for you to go into that pious mode and then he will take your soul. No. The angel of death can also come while we are ظالمي أنفسهم. So we have to be very careful. And we cannot make this excuse that oh everybody does this so I have to do it as well. I don't have a choice. So and so is telling me to. No. This excuse will not be accepted. But if you think about it, for everything that we do not follow in our deen, for everything that we compromise on in our deen, we have a reason. We have a justification. Ask any person. I don't wear hijab, big cause. I don't pray, big cause. I still have a mortgage, big cause. I've taken a haram student loan and I'm deferring to pay it off, big cause. I take interest, big cause. I give interest, big cause. And many non-Muslims, like my mom's nurse came in the other day and she was saying how she read a part of the Qur'an and she thought how the hijab was such a beautiful thing and how fasting is good for the body. And she's a nurse so she knows all of these things. And she's like, there's so many amazing things in your religion you guys follow. And she and her family started implementing it. So here we are trying to implement what non-Muslims are doing and want to do this and mortgages. And whereas they are the ones realizing how amazing our deen is and they're trying to implement what we're doing. And we don't realize what we're losing. Yes. إِلَّا except الْمُسْتَضْعَفِينَ مِنَ الرِّجَالِ وَالنِّسَاءِ وَالْوِلْدَانِ Except for those who are oppressed from among the men and the women and the children. الرِّجَال plural of رَجُل Nisa women, wildan plural of walad. Except for those men, women and children who لَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ حِيلَةً Who cannot devise a plan. Hila from حَا يَا لَام Hila is a means, a strategy of getting away from something, whether it's an excuse, a plan, a trick, whatever. Getting away with something. So, they cannot come up, لا يستطيعون, they're not capable of coming up with any hila to somehow get away, to somehow leave that place, go somewhere else, practice Islam over there. They're not able to. وَلَا يَحْتَدُونَ sabila, And they're not able to find a way either. Meaning, they don't have an option. They are really 
they are really oppressed. They cannot get away. Now remember that there were people who had not migrated to Medina. Some of them, they chose not to obey. And others, they had no option. Now imagine if someone was fettered and chained. Could they do something? No, they couldn't. How could they get away from there? They couldn't. They were trapped. Right? So when someone does not have an option to obey Allah, then they are excused. But if there is a person who has an option, who can go and sell that house that they really love, because they want to come out of haram, who can go for vegetarian as opposed to the food that is easily available, they are taking the other option so that they can remain obedient to Allah. Then they are not excused if they don't obey Allah. When we choose to disobey Allah, we are not excused. When we don't have that option, when we don't have that choice, that's a different situation. So for example, there is a girl. And her parents decide that they're going to move into a house that's bigger and that's bought on haram. So she tells them that no, this is not right. And she tries to explain to them. She tries to make them understand. But they don't listen to her. They don't agree with her at all. Or they agree, but they said that yes, beta, but we have to do this. Right? So they do it anyway. So she doesn't have an option over there but to accept her parents' decision. If she sets that house on fire, she's going to be a criminal. She's not allowed to do that anyway. She cannot destroy other people's property. She doesn't have the right to do that. If she leaves that house, then that doesn't make sense either. So she's stuck in that situation. She cannot get out of it. Likewise, there's you know a son. or And he's telling his parents the same thing. But he's not getting anywhere. Likewise, there is a woman who is telling her husband. But he's not cooperating. He's not listening at all. Then in this situation, what's the option? What's the option? What should she do? Then she should constantly seek istighfar. She should constantly seek forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. She should keep doing amr bil ma'roof nahi anil munkar to the best of her ability. And she should feel that discomfort in her heart. But unfortunately, we put the blame on our husbands. And we say, oh, he's taken the mortgage of his responsibility. And the house, it's mine. Right? And we're so proud about it. We're so happy about it. We love every corner of it. We decorate every corner of it. We invite people over. We have dinners and lunches and so on and so forth. And we have divided the responsibilities between ourselves and the husbands. Like you deal with the outside and I deal with the house. The house is mine and the money is yours. For example, we take full ownership of it. And whenever the thought comes, but this is not halal, we say, oh, it's my husband's decision. What can I do? I make him understand, but he doesn't listen. It's so easy to blame. We don't want to take responsibility. Remind yourself at that time, if the angel of death were to come to me in this house, in this house, what am I going to say? The angels will be in shock. Fima kuntum. What were you doing? Didn't you know? Didn't you learn? Didn't you study? Fima kuntum. And I will say, And the angels will not accept that at all. They will not accept at all. Illa, Only in the situation where a person is truly oppressed. And really ask yourself, Ask your heart, Am I really of those who are oppressed? Or have I accepted it and settled with it? And am I embracing it and enjoying it? 
فَأُولَٰئِكَ So those people, عَسَ اللَّهُ Perhaps Allah, it is hoped that Allah will أَنْ يَعْفُوَ عَنْهُمْ That He will pardon them. Who? Those who were really oppressed, who tried many times, who made many attempts, but unfortunately they got nowhere. So for example, a woman is constantly on her husband's case. And she says, let's get over this quickly. Let's make a plan. She is on his case. Right? She is trying to convince him. She's making him understand constantly. She's cooperating with him. You know, when it comes to financial decisions, she is cooperating with him. Both of them are together getting there. This is a different situation, right? So such people, عَسَ اللَّهُ أَنْ يَعْفُوَ عَنْهُمْ It is hoped, maybe, perhaps, Allah will forgive them. It's not guaranteed. Hope has been given. So a person should always remain between fear and hope. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ عَفُوًا غَفُورًا And Allah is ever pardoning and forgiving. وَمَنْ يُهَاجِرْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Shaitan makes us fear that how is it possible if you sell this house, where are you going to go? You're going to be renting? How are you going to afford that? Within 10 years you will have nothing in your hands. What does Allah say? وَمَنْ يُهَاجِرْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Whoever migrates for the cause of Allah. And remember that hijrah is not just leaving one city, one country and going somewhere else. Hijrah is also leaving a sin and obeying Allah. What do we learn? الْمُهَاجِرُ مَنْ هَاجَرَ مَا نَهَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ The muhajir is one who leaves that which Allah has forbidden him from. So once a person leaves what Allah has forbidden for him, he leaves that and adopts that which Allah has allowed for him, whether it is a job, a job that was not correct, that was not halal. So she leaves that. Why? So that she can have a job that is right, that is halal, that is the correct means of earning money. Whoever does this, Allah says, يَجِدْ فِي الْأَرْضِ This person will find in the earth مُرَاغَمًا كَثِيرًا وَسَعَةً He will find many locations and abundance. مُرَاغَم is from ra غَيْن ميم. مُرَاغَم is from ra غَيْن ميم. From the word رَغَم. And رَغَم is to get dusty. And this is an expression for being humiliated. Like for example, they would say, رَغِمَ أَنفُهُ May his nose be rubbed into dust. Alright? So مُرَاغَم is the place or the position of being dusty. Okay? Basically, this is referring to two things. First of all, means, ways, the path, the road that a person takes in order to do hijrah, in order to leave one thing and go somewhere else. And as you're going, you're taking a path, you're going on a road, obviously, aren't you going to get dusty? In that time, definitely. Today, no, but in that time, definitely. When you're traveling, when you're moving from one place to the other, think about it, when you're moving houses, your furniture, aren't you going to get dusty and dirty? Of course you will. No matter how clean your house is, you are going to get dusty and dirty. So it refers to the means of hijrah. The person who wants to do hijrah, Allah will provide him many, many ways. And this is true. Once you make up your mind, I want to get out of this. You make a decision. I want to put an end to this. I have to change. I have to move away. I have to quit this job. I have to get rid of this house. I have to get rid of this thing that is haram. Then Allah will give you many options. Allah will provide you many ways. 
ask the people who have experienced this and they will tell you that yes this is true this is very true that once you make up your mind to leave something for the cause of Allah Allah will always give you many other options but they will come when when you make up your mind but what do we do we set it as a condition if i see an option then i will consider leaving this for Allah isn't it so but if you don't come out of the house if you don't come out of a closed door then how can you find other places to go to if you're just sitting in the house and you say yeah but if i find a way out then i'll go if i find another option then i'll go no you have to walk out of the door and then you'll figure out to go right or to go left or to go straight allah will give you the options because who is your raziq allah is Allah is your provider, right? He has taken the responsibility to provide you. وَمَا مِن دَابَّةٍ فِي الْأَرْضِ إِلَّا عَلَى اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا There is no creature on this earth except that it is Allah's responsibility to provide for it. Allah has taken it upon Himself because He is Ar-Rabb, He is Ar-Raziq. So when He is your provider, He will provide you. But you have to listen to Him. So whoever migrates for the cause of Allah, he will find in the earth many ways, many means to do hijrah. He will find in front of him many options. Secondly, Muraham over here refers to the place of refuge, the place of hijrah. Meaning many places where he can go. Many places where he can go. But you have to want it. And then Allah will give you the option. Wasa'ah and vastness, spaciousness. Wausinain wasa'ah, meaning Allah will give him wasa'ah. Allah will give him spaciousness. Sa'ah, the spaciousness, doesn't just mean that the place is going to be big. Because sa'ah is, you can say, the state of your heart. You could be in a very small place, but because of the happiness that you feel, the freedom that you feel. You don't feel constricted. You don't feel restricted. And at the same time, you could be in a mansion. But because you're unhappy there, you feel as though that place is closing in upon you. So the one who obeys Allah, then what happens? Allah takes away the burden of guilt from him. And that sets him free. That gives him inner peace and satisfaction. That lets him relax. That lets him relax. Let me give you an example. If you've ever taken a loan from someone, then what happens? You feel as if you are bound. You're tied up. You're restricted. You want to purchase something, but the thought comes to your mind, but I have this loan to pay off. You want to go somewhere, this thought comes into your head, but I have this loan to pay off. You can't relax. And once it's over, even if it's a hundred dollars, once you've paid that off, then how do you feel? Free. Free. So the person will be given sa'ah, freedom. Freedom to practice the deen. Freedom to be. Allah will give him abundance and vastness. Many opportunities. وَمَن يَخْرُجْ مِن بَيْتِهِ مُهَاجِرًا And whoever goes out of his house to do hijrah, إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ To Allah and His Messenger. Meaning He is leaving a place. He is leaving something. He is getting out of it. To obey Allah. To be more obedient to the Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
But then death overtakes him. He dies on the way. This is specifically with regards to the people who embraced Islam at the time of the Prophet ﷺ. And they left their homes, they left their cities. Why? To go to Medina. Ilallahi wa rasulihi. They're doing hijrah to go to Allah and His Messenger. But on the way, they passed away. On the way, the angel of death came. So they basically never got to the place of hijrah. What would you think? That this person, too bad. How sad. They missed out on their reward. They were trying, but they never really made it. But what does Allah say? فَقَدْ وَقَعَ أَجْرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهِ This person, his reward has وَقَعَ وَقَعَ It means to happen. And over here it gives meaning of sabata That it has confirmed. His reward is confirmed. Meaning Allah will definitely reward him. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا And Allah is ever forgiving and merciful. So what do we see over here? That when a person starts something good, but he is not able to complete it. He is on the way. And he dies. Then it's as though he has done it. It is as though he has done it. So better die trying than just sitting idle. Right? What's the expression? How do they say it? Okay, get rich or die trying. Right? So get to your goal, either get it, reach it, achieve it, and if that's not possible, at least die trying. Die in the state while you're making that effort to get there. Don't just sit there doing nothing, sitting idle, because then you're completely useless. Let's listen to the recitation of these verses. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu Iza darabtum fi sabilillahi fatabayyanu Fatabayyanu wala taqulu liman alqa ilaykumus salama Lasta mu'minan tabtaguna arabal hayatid dunya Fa'indallahi maghanimu kathira كَذَلِكَ كُنْتُمْ مِنْ قَبْلُ فَمَنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْكُمْ فَتَبَيَّنُوا إِنَّ اللَّهَ كَانَ بِمَا تَعْمَلُونَ خَبِيرًا لَا يَسْتَوِي الْقَاعِدُونَ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ غَيْرُ أُولِي الضَّرَرِ وَالْمُجَاهِدُونَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ بِأَمْوَالِهِمْ وَأَنفُسِهِمْ فَضَّلَ اللَّهُ الْمُجَاهِدِينَ بِأَمْوَالِهِمْ وَأَنفُسِهِمْ عَلَى الْقَاعِدِينَ دَرَجَةً وَكُلًّا وَعَدَ اللَّهُ الْحُسْنَى وَفَضَّلَ اللَّهُ الْمُجَاهِدِينَ عَلَى الْقَاعِدِينَ أَجْرًا عَظِيمًا دَرَجَاتٍ مِنْهُ وَمَغْفِرَةً وَرَحْمَةً وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا إِنَّ الَّذِينَ تَوَفَّاهُمُ الْمَلَائِكَةُ ظَالِمِي أَنفُسِهِمْ قَالُوا فِيمَ كُنْتُمْ قَالُوا كُنَّا مُسْتَضْعَفِينَ فِي الْأَرْضِ 
قالوا الم تكن ارض الله واسعه فتهاجروا فيها فاولئك ماواهم جهنم وساءت مصيرا الا المستضعفين من الرجال والنساء والولدان لا يستطيعون حيله لا يستطيعون حيله ولا يهتدون سبيلا فاولئك عسى الله ان يعفو عنهم وكان الله عفوا غفورا ومن يهاجر في سبيل الله يجد في الارض مراغما كثيرا وسعه ومن يخرج من بيته مهاجرا الى الله ورسوله ثم يدركه الموت ثم يدركه الموت فقد وقع اجره على الله وكان الله غفورا رحيما So if you look at all of these verses together what do we learn that there's two ways of living one is that a person wants to achieve greater goals a person wants to go higher he wants to have a higher rank in jannah and the other is to be settled with less when a person is settled with less what happens he ends up compromising he ends up falling behind and then he makes up excuses he comes up with a reason to do whatever wrong that he's doing he ends up justifying his wrong actions right he's falling behind 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 following shaitan justifying his wrong actions i have to shake hands with men because i cannot wear hijab because i cannot pray because there is a reason for everything justification for sins but when the angel of death will come he will not accept any excuse such people their good deeds are wasted they've accumulated so much wrong they can't make it to jannah but if a person is forced into something wrong without a choice he hates it he detests it he doesn't like it at all and he's trying full effort to get out of it that's a different situation and from this we learn that if we are ever in a situation like this that we are being forced to take the wrong option then we should feel guilty at heart we should not be happy with it when when we're taking an option that is not correct and we should constantly seek forgiveness from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and when a person makes up his mind to leave the bad to leave the wrong to leave the prohibited then what will happen allah will provide him many opportunities many other ways many other options but he has to come out to see them he has to leave what he has in order to take advantage of the other opportunities and as long as a person is struggling as long as a person is trying then inshallah forgiveness and mercy is there for him he is guilty when he is settled with less he is guilty when he is okay with compromising when he doesn't feel that he's doing anything bad that is where he is wrong assalamu alaikum i found that like sometimes 
like especially myself when I you know don't put as much effort as I should for studying or whatever I have to do and a lot of times I feel like I make these excuses just to cover up my own guilt so it's just to try and make myself feel better even though I know inside that what I've done is completely wrong yes this is just like what Iblis did Allah asked him ma manaka what stopped you from doing sajda what did he say ana khairu minhu i'm better than him he came up with a justification he came up with an excuse was it accepted no what was he told fakhruj minha then get out of here leave but then he ended up doing more wrong right because when you take the wrong path then you go further and further into it and he said i will mislead people fabima aghwaytani i will mislead all of them every single one of them i will try to illa ibadakum minhumul mukhlasin so when a person takes the wrong path then he goes deeper and deeper into it when you realize you've done something wrong allah shows you your sin what's necessary take a u turn repent seek forgiveness immediately adam alayhi salam also made a mistake didn't he he ate of the fruit of the tree which he was not allowed to do but when he realized what did he say rabbana ظلمنا انفسنا وان لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين so when allah shows us our mistakes that we are doing something wrong then we have to leave it we have to make up our mind i'm not going to do this again and once we get out of there once we make up our mind allah will show us the way out allah will guide but we have to accept the guidance first